Hey guys, welcome back to Paranormal XL. We have missed you all, haven't we? Yes, we have. <laughs> haven't we? Um, after taking a break from all things paranormal for the month of September, we are back and excited and full of wine. <laughs> yeah, because we can't change everything. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I know I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I know I'm excited. How about you, Mama? <laughs> yeah, let's get to it. Yeah. <laughs> So with the coming back of us being recharged, Mama wanted to give you all something good. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Zing. So this week, we are going to cover, as well as we can, (laughs) the Lizzie Borden case. Now, who doesn't like a good old murder story followed with hauntings at the location? I know. Like, it doesn't a, get any it's better. It's a fascinating story. It, it, it is. is. It's, it is. It is. I, and I don't know many people that don't know about it. You know, it's on... I watched the Netflix movie, but there's also a series, mm-hmm. I yep. believe, on the Netflix. I don't think I watched that. I did watch the movie, though, that they had. It was, it was pretty good. So a lot of people I'm finding out from posting on the Facebook are highly in tune with... With, with this story. case, yeah. I used to watch the one, um, the older version. Okay. When I was growing up. I was a weird child. But um, I would watch it all the time. I was pretty obsessed with it. I, I'm finding a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. Not that you just go around like wearing that out of shirt or something. But I think what's fascinating about it is um, the era of time, for yes. one. Where you wouldn't think you would see crimes like that. But even more fascinating, so it was a woman. Yes. Yes. And she got away with it. <laughs> For sure, because we're sneaky. Everybody remember that. <laughs> biatches. Sneaky biatches. <laughs> biatches. <laughs> oh, good times at the PXL. <laughs> so, oh, actually, I interviewed uh, a couple from New York, and they actually, the weekend prior to our interview, they stayed at the Lizzie Borden Inn. Oh, that's cool. Yep, yep, and got to do an investigation. They actually went there. There was another set of people there, and one was a little girl. And they said, like, the little girl, like, ran the show. Like, she was all asking questions all and stuff. In. Yeah. Well, they didn't have any um, equipment. And the crew that went did. So the little girl wanted to learn how to use the equipment and stuff. I was like, that That's is so right. cool. Yeah. That's funny. So if we ever, I mean, not if we ever, when we get back out, when you take me with you to the mass, <laughs> we got to go there. I know. I, That'll be on our list I for researched. Sure. I wanted to go there, but it was just too far away for the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah, I, we need to go out there for like a week, mm-hmm. if not longer. Yep. And take our time, enjoy our time out there, see all these things, you know. It'll be a good day. Heck yeah. So, with that being said, let's talk paranormal. So, do you care if I start out with no. just the basics? Yeah, start your timeline. Stuff? Yep. Yeah, my timeline. And jump in if you have anything to say in there, or if I'm completely, utterly wrong. <laughs> okay. For a minute, I thought you said Sean Penn. I'm like, what the hell does he have to do with this? <laughs> He wasn't in the movie. <laughs> then like, I caught up to what you're saying. We're good. We're all right. Now we're on the same level. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, Lizzie Borden, she was born Lizzie Andrew Borden. I thought that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Especially for that, back in the day, she got her dad's first name for her middle name. But for a girl to do that. Yeah. Was, yeah, that's not a name you hear very often. So, 
Lizzie Andrew Borden was born July 19th, 1860 in Massachusetts. I said it. (laughs) She had a sister, Emma, which everybody that knows anything about this case knows who Emma is. Mm -hmm. Um, They lived with their father, Andrew Borden, and stepmom, Abby Defee Gray Borden. Um, As anybody knows, they did not get along with their mother. That's why she got 40 wax. Mm -hmm. Oh, we had this discussion, I think, in another episode where I said I would not do that to you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank I will you. not do that to you. Thanks. Maybe. I don't even just dad have an axe. Yeah. 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 I was like, we got a couple here too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I just I don't have much of like of them being younger in the growing up part, just from when they found the parents and so on. So she was born July nineteenth, eighteen sixty. Um, on August fourth, eighteen ninety two, the parents were found murdered. So oh. Mm. I'm so bad at this. (laughs) So Lizzie and Emma greeted their stepmom as Mrs. Borden, clearly because they didn't like her. Uh, The girls thought that their stepmother and her family had other motive to being with Mr. Borden besides loving him. They thought Abby and the Gray family were after the family money. Yeah, they were. They were a very aristocratic family. Yes. Yep. And and I would be mad too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd take forty wax, but I would be a little uh, upset. Yeah. I mean, especially back then, because either you had money or you had none. Yep. And if you were a woman, you had nothing. Yeah. Unless you married so, money. Yep. Yeah. So with with that part being said, on August fourth in the A.M., Andrew and Abby were found brutally murdered by Lizzie. Lizzie alerted Bridget, their maid, to Andrew's body. He had been axed while sleeping on the couch. <laughs> then they went through the house, of course, to find out, you know, to see if anything else was going on. And that's where they found Abby's body upstairs. Abby was also axed to death. Um, at the time that this occurred, Emma was out of town. So she was never Around suspected of anything or never knew anything. The police, of course, suspected Lizzie right from the get-go, but didn't arrest her at first. The police took a week to arrest Lizzie. During that time, Lizzie burned her dress she had on the day of the murders she claimed it had pain on it prosecutors later um stated that it was indeed blood and not paint and lizzie torched the dress to cover up the the incident so um december 2nd 1892 she was indicted um the very well-known trial began the following june in New new bedford lizzie did not take the stand and her testimony was never admitted into evidence uh, the testimonies by other people were found inconclusive. June 20th, 1893, Lizzie was acquitted of all the horrible murders. They never charged anyone else with the crime. Uh, the Borden sisters inherited their father's estate. They ended up buying a new house together. Lizzie struggled Lizzie struggled through the following decade. Many in the neighborhood still considered her guilty, even though she was acquitted. She was never reaccepted into the community. In 1897, she was accused of shoplifting, which, of course, did not help her image with the townspeople. Because <laughs> they already, you know, yeah. had their speculations and what have you. 1905, Emma just left the home she shared with Lizzie for 10 years. They they never spoke again. There was a couple of stories as to why. Um, number one <laughs> is Emma didn't like how close Lizzie was to a woman named Nance O'Neill. Huh. Which was weird. Sister jealousy, maybe. No, they were they were spinsters. You know, back then once you reach a certain age, you were considered not, you know, worth marrying, I guess. Oh right, yeah. Because you a married bummer. a woman to have babies to carry on your name. Yeah. And then so, if you never found that guy to marry you. Yep. That's right. Because was it, I don't know, in the show or the movie, it portrays Lizzie. 
as kind of being well liked mm-hmm. at a time like before the murders i remember that uh, uh one of the scenes being at like a gathering a party per yeah. se you know people really liked her whatever but i think she was i don't want to say promiscuous but maybe a dick tease yeah well, could be. I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but that's how I took it in the thing. They didn't really show it, like, graphically or anything, but that's kind of how it's a flirt. Yeah. Okay. Essentially. Um, number two is that Emma learned something new from the murder of her father and stepmother. That's a big so possibility. Those are the two yeah. big theories that they have as to why Emma just picked up her shit and left. That you know, because they lived there. They bought the house after accruing the estate after the death of their father. They bought a house together, lived there for 10 years, and then she just up and leaves one day. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was, that's an interesting part of the story. Um, members of the household staff never offered information on what they knew of the case either. They never openly discussed things that they that's knew. That's a loyal staff. Sure is. Uh-huh. Sure is. <laughs> They're probably afraid of getting axed. A pro- I'm just saying. Because Lizzie, she's probably crazy. Yeah, she's well, probably batshit crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> June 1st, 1927, Lizzie passed away of pneumonia in Fall River, Massachusetts. Emma passed away days later in Newmarket, New Hampshire. It's a pretty fast timeline, and I apologize for that. But I didn't have time to research the the backstory, you know, of them, how they grew up and stuff. Now, do you know, I know well, a little their, bit of their it. mother, their actual mother? The mother, I am not sure of. I've never, I don't think they ever really, um... I'm sure if we researched it deeper, we'd be able to find it. Um, but from my take, from my research, I think uh, they really grew up with just their dad for a long time. And um, just like from research, I you could tell there was always kind of an estrangement between the father. If I remember correctly, I think he was, um, I can't remember exactly what he did, but there was always speculation of whether he um, like uh, physically abused them or sexually abused them. That, yeah. And, uh, that there was issues in regards to that. And then the stepmother was always um, was always uh, just kind of mean and cold to them. And like you said, there could have been just that relationship where being afraid that someone's going to come in and take the only thing that you have. Yeah. And that was the only means of survival after something happened to their dad. I mean, you, you took on and carried on your family's name, but you know, whether they were in business, had a farm, mm-hmm. whatever you carried that on, that's why you had children and whatnot. They didn't want to lose all that. Well, no. Yeah. That's, that's the only way they were going to survive <laughs> after he was gone. Cause when, she, when he's gone, you know, she was going to take everything. That's the speculation that she was going to. And, um, that's all they had. I do find it fascinating though, though they weren't one of the higher ups in aristocratic family. They were considered aristocrats, and I find it fascinating that the main reason she got acquitted because she was an aristocrat, and back then, you mm-hmm. couldn't fathom aristocrats doing such things. But there is so much evidence that she did. Like, there's there is like at least like 13 or 14 reasons why you would even um you would consider her first. Like for one, if not her, who else? She was literally the only one in the house. The maid had done her morning chores, wasn't feeling well, and went and laid down. It was only her. Right. Her sister was gone, so it's almost like she waited for her sister to be gone. And she waited for her stepmother upstairs, got her first, and then her dad was laying on a couch sleeping. Yeah, and why she not? attacked Yeah, she attacked him. because, <laughs> And I think she attacked him when he was sleeping, only because she wouldn't have to look him in the face. She could just go into a blind rage, because I think there was some kind of remorse there. You know, I know what's kind of ironic. Huh. Um, his business, he was... Uh, um, I want to say he prospered in the manufacture and sale of furniture and caskets. Okay, there you go. I I, I knew it had something to do. I was going to say a morgue type thing, but 
That was uh that's what it was. Was making those. Whoa! At the time of his death, his estate was valued at three hundred thousand dollars, equivalent to eight million three hundred seventy thousand dollars in two thousand eighteen. That's amazing. That's intense. It's that's a lot, a of, lot money. of freaking money. It is. It's a lot of money. I. I'm not saying I would go ask marry somebody for that money, but I'm not saying I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I th- think about it. You're you've gotten to an age where nobody wants to marry you, and your your family's a little weird because that was my take on it too. Was the family was a little bit different than the rest of the families? They weren't considered, you know, in the same league, so to speak. So you you're stuck. You're stuck at home. You should be married off and having your own family, and. You're sitting here with an estranged father, a stepmother you don't get along with, and with the the pros, the prospect of losing everything that you ever had, right? Because you have nothing. I mean, even in um, even when she was being interviewed by the police, and they would write down that about her mother, she would correct them and tell them, "No, you make sure you say that she was my stepmother. She wasn't my mother." So that's some that's some estrangement, and you know, besides the fact it looked like. An inside job. They, they didn't find any signs of forced entry. They, you know, despite the fact that the Bordens, they always locked the doors. Nothing was stolen. There's, you know, there was nobody that was seen going into the house and leaving the house. And considering that it happened in the morning and the murders happened 90 minutes apart, you would have seen somebody at that time of the day. You got to think about how things were back then. You had, you know, milkmen going through or they were putting milk, you know, all yeah. sorts of traffic of people coming through. You would have seen somebody going and out. Yeah. People would have been there to see it. Right, exactly. You would have think they would have heard it. You would have thought that the maid, maybe she did, she just wasn't going to say anything, heard it mm-hmm. and then hit her, her room. So back then, how, where are you going to find another job? No one's going to hire you because of where you worked and the scandal. Because back, back then, everything's scandal. Yeah. So that's why those servants covered was because they're not going to find jobs anywhere else right because nobody's going to hire them right that's the way that society works so you got to remain faithful to that family that you work for yeah. as a servant now they do i say they had the sisters not i mean emma was gone but uh lizzie had did have motive uh they uh bleh, they were pissed about andrew giving um gifting property to the uh a sister-in-law Oh, yeah, there you go. And they actually, uh, they demanded, he gifted property to his sister-in-law. The sisters had demanded rental property. So they got that from their father. Uh, They lived there until, that's weird, until their mother had died. Okay, I'm piecing it together now. (laughs) They wanted property as well. So they ended up receiving their childhood home that they lived in. While their mother was still around, which her name was Sarah Borden. <laughs> so they got this, they got this property, right? So they purchased it for, from their father for a dollar um, a few weeks before the murders had happened. I I'm gotcha. they moved back in with the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> they sold it back to their father for $5,000, <laughs> which is equivalent to 139000 nowadays money. So they got to buy it for a dollar from their dad. And they turned around and sold it back. So they were scandalous, too. That sounds like it, yeah. It was just this family and who knows, playing each other. Maybe, maybe the sister went away on purpose. Yeah, exactly. And maybe Lizzie was sure. supposed to go, too. And maybe, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs because nobody was ever convicted of it. They never found out the well, whole they, truth. They find it interesting that at the time of the stepmother's murder, Lizzie was literally downstairs. 
Mm-hmm. And she claimed to be downstairs. So how did she not hear anything? How do you not know that? You know what I mean? And then on August 3rd, a day before the murders, there was people who witnessed Lizzie being at down at the drugstore trying to purchase poison. She said she needed the, a certain kind of acid to clean a seal skin cape. She was refused. They wouldn't sell her anything. So it's probably why she went with the axe. The well, night before... The murders, Lizzie went and visited a, a neighbor, Alice Russell, and told her that she she was afraid that some unknown uh, enemy of her father's was going to try to kill him. Yeah, actually, I think they portray that in the movie, too. Now, again, back in that time, just like the Velisca era, I mean, it's not too far off from the Velisca axe murders. The axe, it's it, it's a weapon of convenience. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. So, yep, it, it is there. And see, and if she was going to do it, or if I was going to do it way back then, people generally wouldn't put, because the kind of force you got to use, I, I maybe she was strong, I guess, had adrenaline going through her system, something, excuse me. Blind force rage. Or, I say yeah. something triggered her where she had the energy to do that. Because, you, you know, I've tried to chop wood before. Now, my 11-year-old can do a heck of a job, and my husband can do a heck of a job. I cannot. I'm like, <laughs> I'm breaking. So, <laughs> but if I had... Adrenaline, but 40, 40 lakhs. <laughs> it, it, you know, it That's wasn't just one right to the skull. I mean, there was multiple. Well, by the time was she horrific. was done with her dad, you couldn't even recognize his body. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe it was her and the house keeper maybe and that's why they were like zip yeah you help me with this i'll because I'll it, it is said that she went and told the housekeeper blah 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 okay but it's not like they had cameras in their house it's yeah. not like they had cell phones watching things you know what i mean that's just hearsay maybe it's a core story between the two hey this is how we're gonna get off this type of thing well she had uh lizzie told the police that the reason that um she didn't think her stepmother was home because the messenger had come through the door and given her a note stating that um she had a friend that was sick, so she thought her stepmother had left the house. It still doesn't make any sense, though. It, it no. It's a, regardless, even if um you thought someone left the house, you would hear somebody being murdered upstairs. Right. Well, see, during my research, it I seen that, okay, the cleaning of the guest rooms was Emma and Lizzie's chores to do. Emma was gone, but Abby had one upstairs at the time that generally would be that their chore time mm-hmm. so it's kind of questionable as to okay was abby picking up slap for emma which i can't believe if they had a rough thing like why what was she doing upstairs mm-hmm. you know in that room in yeah. a guest room like i don't know yeah because normally aristocrats wouldn't be um making the bed or cleaning anything that's why they have servants but the servant she came back inside after um washing windows around 10 30 and she she reported that she heard a muffled laugh coming from upstairs and she assumed that it was lizzie making noise lizzie denied being upstairs during this time period because this was the time period of um during that time period it was right around the mother's murder and the father's murder Mm-hmm. But that kind of goes against each other because the maid said she was laying down. So was the maid laying down during the murders or was she outside and then came in and laid down? Right. So she must have been outside. Right, yeah. I think yeah, I think that's how they portray okay. it in most things is she was outside. And then she came in. Because Lizzie was like yelled for or whatever. All right. Um, okay, so if you got somebody upstairs... Wait, where was Lizzie? She was downstairs when her her uh, stepmother was getting murdered. Okay, but... That's what she says anyway. Right, that's what I'm saying though. You got somebody upstairs, you got somebody downstairs. They're both being murdered. Where the hell are you to not know that something like that's happening? Because it's not a quiet thing. Yeah. You know, the, 
Then they have, then they happen ninety minutes apart. Exactly. That that's odd. Now, what? Well, what was the maid doing outside that she, long? She was washing the windows. Right. And then she she came in at ten thirty, and she said she thought she had heard a muffled laughter laughter upstairs, and she thought it was Lizzie. So she must have after that gone and laid down. Okay. And that must have been the time it. where. Lizzie was, when she walked in the house, that must have been when... Our maids allowed right to lay down back then? No, I, you I can't think see so. that. No. They would have to be doing something, because then they should be prepping lunch. Uh-huh. I would think. They need to be getting their shit together. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, let's see. <laughs> it says that... I'm just thinking of the strength of one girl, okay, that they hit her a couple times, the stepmother, then it's... Uh, 17 more times with this axe, direct hits to the back of the head, and that's what killed her. Okay, minus the other times, picking up an axe and swinging around 17 times. I mean, I'm not a weakling. I'm also not strong because I don't work out or nothing. I carry heavy things at work every day, but I could not pick up and swing an axe and hit it into the force of a skull. Oh, yeah. That's like hitting it into a rock 17 times. You really? You would be tired. Maybe that's why it was 90 minutes apart. She had to take a break. Mm-hmm. She had to drink a Red Bull and get her wings back and <laughs> and go again or eat, or eat a cupcake. I wonder what they used for Red Bull back then. Coffee. Don't yeah. they always have coffee? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Some like mushrooms. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I just, I don't know. She had motive, yes, because she hated her stepmother. I don't know. But her dad was a dick. They missed their mother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who would it? They also had another sibling. Her name was um, Alice. Alice oh, Gordon. She died at two that. years old. Fascinating. So I still, I don't know. Maybe I'm just overlooking something, but I don't know how the mom passed. Maybe she uh, passed. Well, well, no, she was two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so I didn't take the time that I needed to to do this. <laughs> but yeah, I. Well, another funny thing is, you know, at the time that her father was murdered, Lizzie said that she was in um, the loft in the backyard barn looking for lead sinkers for a, a fishing excursion. And she, had, she was back there 15 to 20 minutes, which everybody thought was kind of weird only because it was so stifling hot. I mean, what, was it into like the 90s that it was hard for people to believe that you would remain in a place that was so hot for that long? And, you know, they also found no footprints in the loft. Because you'd imagine that it'd be dusty up there. You'd have to see some kind of sign that had been disturbed up there. You know what I mean? Right. Well, the, well you know, now the doctor got the strained relationship with the stepmother. They never ate together. You know, and she refused to call her stepmother. Well, right. They refused to take meals together. And I think like a, a week before the murders, there was um a, like a family argument Lizzie and her sister Emma, they left Fall River by coach for a New Bedford. When Lizzie returned, she chose to stay in a rooming house for four days rather than in her own room in her family residence. So they had some kind of falling out to the point where when she chose to come back, she didn't uh, stay there. So why? That's kind of curious. You know, no, no cash and jewelry were stolen from the master bedrooms. So if somebody was in there just to um, murder somebody and steal money, you wouldn't think they'd come in to murder. That's a lot of work. You'd think they'd just steal the money. So somebody, it right. was personal. And then um, another crazy thing is like immediately after the bodies of her parents were discovered, Lizzie like sent various people who um, came to help off on various errands. Like when people would come in, she would send right. them away to go do something. Like do she, something didn't, she didn't want anybody there. Weird. And, and like you would think being a woman, you would want people around you to support you because you just lost your parents in a really violent way. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. She was a bit different than your average bear. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, yes, she was. She didn't. 
I don't know, being, you know, losing the little sister. Well, Andrew, why I think why he wasn't very fond of his daughters, he took care of them because that's what you do regardless. You didn't have to be nice to them. You had to take care of them. Right. You had to make sure they had food in their bellies and, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Back then, you wanted a boy in your family. He didn't have boys. He had the three girls. One died at two. You know, he was very upset with that. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Um, now, Sarah, the mother, um, Emma was nine, and she was able to help take care of little Lizzie. Um, now, Sarah was excited about having another another baby. She loved her babies. I See, um, the tragedy stuck. The Borden family when three weeks after Emma's 12th birthday, Sarah Borden died of uterine congestion. Ah, so she did. Okay. Yeah, and just it, that just left Emma and little Lizzie. Um, so Emma, because she helped take care, well, she was excited about the other baby too, but only lived two days. I, she was very nurturing. She was the normal one, I guess we'd say, after, you know, looking at the big picture. Yeah. Type of thing. Um, Was well-rounded. She knew what she had to do, because she was the oldest. She knew what she had to do to protect her and her sisters. And I, I believe, you know, that's why she stuck by Lizzie's side through all the craziness too. You don't want to believe that, you know? Uh, yeah, especially... Especially if that sister was all you had. Yep. But I believe Lizzie was the one that was the more outspoken one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something pissed her off. She's going to tell you. Whether you're a governor, whether you're her father, yeah. her stepmother, whatever. She was the more mouthy one. Where I believe Emma was the more... More grounded say, and yep, sensible. ultimately respectful. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to do this. And she was gone, you know, still did her thing. Um, now, why Emma's gone, um, the mice are going to play. You know, yeah. she wasn't there to keep... To protect and keep everything the way it was supposed to. Right. Keep Lizzie at bay, mm-hmm. essentially. Do I believe that Lizzie Borden did it? Maybe not physically did it herself or even just alone. She had to have help. Like, that's just, I don't know, just bottom line. Whether it was the housekeeper or they did have an uncle that came to stay a few days during that time. No. Uh, who knows? It could have been anything. Because they were well-known in town and stuff. People probably did yeah, come in were. and out of that house quite a bit. Uh, now, I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember back to the movie that... Uh, now, townspeople... I don't... Th- he was known as being an asshole, wasn't he? I think he was. He was kind <laughs> of... um. They were that weird family where they were an aristocrat and they, but they were kind of like the outsiders. Okay. In a sense. And I think you, that's you why Lizzie that. harbored that, that bitterness too is because you know, she always felt that was one reason why she never got married because they were outsiders because of how he behaved and how the stepmother behaved. Right. That there, there was resentment. Well, yeah. There. Well, after their mother died, he got remarried three years after, which back then was, well, kind of super fast, but I don't know. I don't know. I didn't live back then. So when your significant other passed away- you know, but ultimately, you're like we said before. You marry back to have, then to, to procreate, yes. and and to have boys. Now he remarried this this woman. Now they were older; they weren't going to have kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like yeah, I don't know. So I I can see why been, Lizzie and Emma would be like, "What the hell, been Dad?" Love. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, like no, that's not how we do things here in the time era. <laughs> but yeah, the whole situation is kind of I don't know. There's just so many what ifs. What if it was just a traveler going through, just like the Velisca house? You know what I mean? Like, there's there's so many what ifs. Mm-hmm. Well, how 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 did they get in? Were, was the doors unlocked? Did did yeah? It's just all you it's, know. There's it's to be able to go upstairs, and if Lizzie was in the house, what the fuck was she doing to not know? That's why I'm saying either somebody came in and they were like, "We're gonna kill him because we're mad at him because he pissed somebody off in the town," and Lizzie's like, "Cool, go for it," because I was gonna do it later anyway. Yeah, thanks. Cool, I got your back. You know, this is how yeah, we're gonna maybe get she out of it. Somebody, that's a good point. 
It is. Maybe it, she. There's maybe so she many what ifs. I but I don't think she could do it by herself. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. yeah. So I think that I don't know. I feel like the stepmother got drawn into the guest room where she was whacked to death because there was no reason for her to be up there. The chores should have already been done. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, what are you going to clean unless, in there anyways? Unless the she room. was checking, double checking Lizzie's work or whatever, because Emma was out of town and that was one of their chores. I don't know. Did people always go and stay at other people's houses back then to have to clean the guest room every yeah. day? Well, because if you thought about, you know, travelers and whatnot, you were traveling not by car, but that's by true. horse and buggy. So it took a while to get there. You're going to stay at least a day, if not uh, two, yeah. before you go back. That's true. That was just the way it was. And they said that she was facing her attacker when it when it occurred. So I wonder. I don't know. It's so hard because we didn't have all like the for- forensics and, and yeah, all that jazz that we do today, where they can be like, okay, this is exactly where she blah 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 blah. You know, got whacked, and this is who did it because we got DNA off dog hair of the owner's whatever. <laughs> you know, and just uh, so I wonder if if it was and she knew her, you know, knew her attacker and was like, hey. Or, or maybe she did try to fight because the first few whacks hit her so hard that it, like twisted her around. So oh yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. It is. It's it's fascinating to think about it and to not necessarily picture it, but try to is, is separate what you've seen from the movies and the facts. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because through all the movies and the facts, even what we read on anything online, somebody wrote it. And it wasn't uh-huh. somebody from back in that era. It, it, you know, things are missing. Things got construed. Things got added. You know. I mean, it was like literally oh, like a, over like 115 years ago, 20 years ago. Close. Right? I'm trying to count in my head. I know. Oh, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> Excuse me. The murders on yeah. 1892. So, 1992. Well, here, we'll just do this. Let me get yeah. my calculator. Get the calculator the out. Mar- <laughs> it's the damn wine. <laughs> we'll blame it on that. <laughs> blame it on the wine, yeah. 127 years ago. So, such a, a powerful story to still be interesting. Yes, and intriguing. 127 years so ago. That's what I'm saying, that, like, I think things got twisted along the line. Of course they did. And that's what makes it so intriguing, you know, generation to generation type thing. I do think it would be super cool to go see the house. Uh, It would be. uh, If you have got a chance to go there, email us in. Let us us hear. But I do know, what did I hear? Just be super respectful because I I believe it would be the spirit of um, Andrew. You know, he's still, that's the thing with investigating and stuff. You got to, if you're investigating an old location, you need to kind of put yourself back into the 1800s. Okay, what kind mm-hmm. of music would they listen to? You just don't want to be like, what's your what's your favorite song? You know, they're not, what? Yeah. You know, you they, need to put wouldn't. yourself back there and be like, okay, what was your favorite kind of buggy? <laughs> you know, I, I know that sounds silly, but you need to ask them well, questions from that. What was your that, favorite kind of mutton? Yeah, from that time era. Then you're going to get answers more likely. I think a lot of us as investigators, we go in, we're thinking now, and these yeah, are places from a hundred years ago, they don't, they have no idea what the hell we're talking about. They're looking at us like, what? You know, this is, somebody just came from the future. Like, oh my God. It's aliens, I knew Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. The the whole time. They're talking weird shit. What the hell's a McDonald's? What? Mm. Double arches. (laughs) I'm so hungry. One cent Big Macs. 
One. Did you hear that? What? They're, like Donald's is giving away like Big Macs for one cent right now. I think so. I'm like right I saw, now one I saw, cent. I can afford one. I saw cent. it on the Facebook. I thought. <gasps> oh man, maybe we should go. I'm, <laughs> I'll call him. Are you Big Macs one cent? <laughs> I'll take a hundred. <laughs> yep, must be a limit on them. There has I'm to sure. be. Yeah, because that would be yeah. There is a a quote that is interesting. Not interesting, but from Lizzie Borden that I found. I'm not for sure who knows that she said this, but I did not see his face because he was covered in blood. Covered with blood. It was covered with blood. Well, clearly. Oh, yeah, because he just got whacked. Whoa, let's say it wasn't her dad at all. It was somebody else. It was it was somebody that was the uncle. I don't know. Uh She couldn't tell his face. They didn't have DNA back then. True. If they mutilated the face, it could have ended up being anybody. Maybe he wanted out of the town. Maybe he wanted out of the family. He, he pissed somebody off so bad that he knew he was going to get killed anyway. Let's start over. It just, and it's fascinating too. Like, there was, there was not even a sign of like a struggle or a scuffle with him. Right. Well, he was sleeping. So did he get drugged? Could have been so maybe with his lunch or something. Yeah, so that he'd just be sleeping. And that's why, because how would he not hear, because it's not an overly large house, how would he not hear 90 minutes prior? What's well, going a thud and then the wax, but then all the creakiness in an old house like that. Exactly. So was he, was he somewhere and then came home? Very well could have been. It's crazy that it was so long in between. Yeah, like I said, if she did it herself, she <laughs> that would take so much energy. She would need she wouldn't have needed to take a nap too. <laughs> well, they they even um you know in the original story that they wrote, I think it was the the Herald. They they added that um medical evidence suggested that Abby Borden was killed by a tall man who struck the woman from behind. So see that would make sense. I'm not saying it makes sense, but I guess we would have to see you the would distance. Think that you'd be tall you, you would take coming down. Right, you would take her height, the ceiling, if there was marks on the ceiling. Like mm-hmm. at the Willisca house, there was marks on the ceiling. So you knew that was a tall person because yeah, they yeah, had to exactly. you know, do all that. But to, the force to have to put behind an axe to yeah. go into a skull that many times and just mutilate the way that it did, you would have to have one a hell of a, a swing. You know what I mean? On that, and I, I see. I would assume it was probably a man too. So maybe I, was, I don't know. I want to look more into the uncle. <laughs> like, but too, how was there? How did anyone manage to? You know, they're convinced that it happened by somebody in the house. Right. It's fascinating that they found absolutely no blood. Obviously, you know, if they had the equipment like today, that is wine. That is wine. <laughs> If they had the equipment today, you'd think they would. Um, you would think that um, they would be able to do what is it the the black light thing where you could see. Oh yeah. You know, of course, obviously they didn't have that, but they didn't find like an, a bit of blood anywhere other than where the bodies were at. So who'd have taken the time to clean that up? The, the maid. I know. I think there's a whole conspiracy behind it. I, I do. So. I maybe Emma wasn't really out of money. town. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she wasn't. Maybe she. Maybe she's the one that helped. Right. Maybe she was hiding out back in the in the barn or down in their basement, the wine cellar, whatever they I mean, had back they, then. They they both left town first because they had a fight. Right. They all ar- argued. Then Lizzie was the only one that came back, but she stayed elsewhere for four days. Maybe Emma was with her, and they both stayed there. Right. And they're like, let's solve this problem right now. Maybe they hired somebody. Maybe. Or maybe something something happened. Lizzie had to come back to the house, but she was supposed to be gone too. I don't know. Oh. It's strange. It is strange. There's so it's many one of those what things ifs. where uh, you would just really like to know the truth. Yes, just like the Velisca house. Who the hell, you know, murdered all those children and the parents, like... In the middle of the night. The night. Yeah. Nobody for, heard. Yeah. Just, what? Why? <laughs> you know? 
Well, like this too. This this was uh, like a townhouse. So how how did she not scream? Like, wouldn't mm-hmm. you scream if you were being chopped? I would because I'm a chicken shit. Dead. So I would scream. How did in a well-to-do neighborhood? How right. would you? Not well, hear I'm assuming that? the first wag probably knocked her out. Maybe. But with that being said, they said that she was facing her attacker. Now, yeah. if you were like, oh, my God, somebody's coming at me with an axe, even before, you know, even if it was for a split second, you would try to do something, scream something. Yeah. But they can't just, an axe isn't like a gun where they can hold it, like, in their pocket and then shoot you. It was, they had to swing that mf around and up. That's still a split second where you would scream or maybe try to duck out of the way or something maybe the, she was drugged a little bit too maybe Could she was be. maybe she was in the guest bedroom because she wasn't feeling well and she decided that's the closest room she was just gonna go lay down real quick and that's where she was could be so weird yes so much speculation oh gosh uh, well yeah that's so all many it possibilities. Is to have the all the know-how that we have in today's society to have that back then oh my gosh it it would be crazy just because of the crazy like you would think nowadays if somebody went through an axe murder to somebody we'd be able to find them within like the first hour like uh-huh, yeah. that's just how it is but back then it's like oh man they didn't have this they didn't have shit to go on besides asking questions oh no noise was made nobody remembers hearing anything so you know you got a maid you got lizzie but who else was really there mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot more to that story that nobody will ever know mm-hmm. it, it went with them to the to the grave Definitely did. Even more fascinating is her graves right next to her parents. Yeah. They're stuck together for the rest of their I'm saying, eternity. crossed over life. It, uh, for back then, even if you hated each other, you were still family. Like you just had to get over that part. Yeah. Like you were being <laughs> buried together regardless, even if <laughs> you did hate each other. Up. That's how it went. Crazy to think that's how life was because there's no way people would survive today. Like if we all of a sudden for some reason went back in time and had to live like that, knowing what we know now, people would be like, oh my God. Uh-huh. What do I do? What do you mean no Facebook? No what? phones. What? Huh? No wifey. No Twitter. I know. <laughs> I can't live without my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter to them was probably like some kind of dance, like the new way to do a dance. Uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Let's go to the Twitter. Do the Twitter. Don't touch my Twitter. <laughs> Get your Twitter Get off your my Get your hands Facebook. off my Xbox. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. Get your Facebook off my Xbox. <laughs> We're getting very inappropriate. That's all right. So, with all that being said, we'll wrap this up. It was kind of a vague episode, but we just the basics. You know our thoughts on it. Because that's how you only got facts up to a certain point. Yeah, I think it's just one of those stories that nobody's ever going to really know. I may, no. And maybe that's what holds the fascination for people is the possibility that, you know, maybe she was a woman serial killer. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they, that's what they like to do. Maybe when they went away for a couple of weeks at a time, that's, that's what they were doing. what they were doing. There's so much different, so many different possibilities that it could be. Right. And the traumatic story of it is, you know, they lost their mother and a baby sister. Mm-hmm. Like that would mess somebody up and they were all young at the time that it happened. Yeah, and then for your dad to it. turn around and be an asshole, then he marries an asshole woman. That's your asshole stepmom now. Yeah. That would mess a kid now up. Now you're living with a bunch of assholes. Yeah. So what are you going to be? You're going to be an asshole. Yeah. That's just so many. Huh. You're a product of your environment. So. Yep. Exactly. Just went down the, went down. Uh, now you are able to stay in that location, which is pretty awesome. That is cool. I need to get there sometime. I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I would feel. I, I think it's awesome, but I'm not for sure how I would feel staying there. In a house where knowing. someone was murdered. Yeah. That's a lot of bad energy right there. 
because you don't know. Maybe Lizzie's not there. She didn't like that house. Her spirit, if it had to go back to a house, I would think would go back to the one that she lived with when her mom was alive. That was the happy time in Lizzie's life. So the people that I think that would be stuck there Mm -hmm. would be the dad and the stepmom. So yeah, you're going to get miserable energies, I think. Especially if they're just miserable people Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. We'll have to get out there. That'll be on our to-go to list. (laughs) Our to-do list. Yes. We got lots of those. So with all that being said, we do have an event coming up, which... It's going to be an awesome one because we get to investigate our location. So we are calling it Parawain. Yay. So in a couple weeks, or actually next week, we're going to investigate this location and then we're going to have a reveal party for it. And that's at the Woodland Eagles on November 2nd. Um, Watch out for Facebook on that. Um, I put a thing up and then I accidentally deleted it and then <laughs> so I got to go redo it. So yeah, it was pretty awesome. But with that, we're going to do the investigation make a video of everything, then we're going to present it. We're going to do a taco bar. There's going to be um, a costume contest. It's the weekend after Halloween. So we're going to do a costume contest. There's going to be giveaways. The bar will be open so you can purchase drinks too. So that makes it extra fun. That makes it better, huh? Yeah, exactly. But um, the cost for that is going to be $10. And $10 includes your dinner with the taco bar. Um, Being able to stay for the reveal. And, um, oh my gosh, (laughs) your entrance into the uh, uh, costume contest. So we will have raffles. I think we got four different raffles. And there'll be giveaways of merchandise from PXL. So it's going to be an awesome time. So everybody just hanging out uh, and then get to see what we we get, yeah. which I think will be exciting. I know the members are super excited to mm-hmm. see what we get. We're going to be doing interviews as, bleh, interviews and stuff like that as well with the people that have experienced things there. Cool. So, yeah, it, it's gonna, the reveal is going to be, I think, awesome. How I have it planned in my head. Anyway, huh. we know how that works out. So remember, first of all, remember to email us cool stuff. Uh, ParanormalXL at writeme.com. Yeah, stories. Stories. Uh, tell us you hate us for all I care. I want to hear about it. Or any good information about houses that bad things have happened. And Yeah. Hey, if and- you need an investigation and you're not too far away, yeah. <laughs> let us know. Or we can even help you find another crew to help, help you. you. Yeah, Because yep. we are linked with a lot of crews now, which is... Totally awesome. We've met some phenomenal people and crews. And so, yeah, we can help guide you in the right way. You know, a lot of people are embarrassed to say that, hey, some weird shit's going on in my house. And let's say you tried everything else. You know, we're not going to talk about it unless we had the permission from you to do it. Mm -hmm. It can be completely confidential. We don't think you're crazy. You can think we're crazy. I don't care. But if that's something you want to rule out, okay, let's have these people in. Yep. You know. That type of thing. Or if you have questions about stuff that's happening in your house, email us in so we can read about it. We can help you research the things, guide you in the right direction. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. To help. So remember, <laughs> don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye.